mates. Welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. My name is Tommy Dasolo. Thank you very much for joining us. Sitting opposite me, the other half of the show, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. Man, it is good to be back on home soil. Yeah, welcome back to my country. Mm-hmm. Well, Thank you for having me. How, how are you enjoying it at the moment? Uh, I've been very jet lagged and it's awful. Have you noticed any differences uh, in Australia from England? Yes. From we, what you're used to, your we, country, England. Yeah, I have been living over there for two weeks now. <laughs> um, I've noticed that we walk differently. Yes. Um, th- certain things that we say sound different. Like what? Um, do they have emus over there? They do, but they call them hamburgers. <laughs> um, crisps, what's that about? Well, Where are your crisps here? What a country. I hope I never go there. Mm. Anyway, I've missed you, mate. Yeah. I, no, I, I actually have been there. I don't think I've ever told you this one. I went to London once, and I lived there for a while. And uh, did you end up – you were planning on going to the museum over there, weren't you? The one museum, yes. Yeah, but it's I like the main that. museum. Um, the the his, one with all the good shit. I didn't end up going to that, no. Oh, really? No. Nah. Oh, why didn't you go there? That's good. That's got everything. Uh-huh. Well, I went there, right, and I went with mates and uh, because it's like – is it the biggest museum in the world? I think it probably is. It's absolutely massive. You've got everything. And we went there. I went there with mates. And what we did was we tried to tag onto the end of a like a a, a party, like a what do you call it? Like a, they tour. hired a tour guide, a tour guide, mm-hmm. and uh, they were going along. And we tagged on at the end, and we went along for a couple of different exhibits and whatever. And then the tour guide just turned around and went. Look, um, if anyone hasn't paid for this tour, I suggest that you get off right now and leave more room for the people who have paid and just was really rude about it. And we turned around and I literally said to him, oh, sorry, we haven't paid for this, but we're looking at all this all this stuff in this museum. You guys have paid for it, right? Haven't you? Like Cleopatra's corpse over there, that was, that was yours, wasn't it? That wasn't the dead body of Egypt's queen that you stole. That wasn't that, was it? Because she came from Yorkshire or something, wasn't it? That's- that is infuriating, though. It's like when people just come into this studio and listen to us recording this <laughs> instead of downloading it, because yeah. then we miss out on the downloads yeah. and we don't have an accurate representation of how many yeah. people are actually listening. That happens a lot. We do have to get very angry and stern with people when yeah. they come in. Yeah. And then uh, they go and talk about it on their podcast. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I've been pretty busy since I got back. I nearly missed the tram here because I was taking a photograph of a graffiti penis at the bus stop. Oh, in wow. other news, I turned 26 in two weeks. <laughs> so, hey. Uh, should we get into it? Sure. Big show today. Two returning guests, two of our favesies. Uh, please welcome back to the show. Uh, she's not been in here for a while. You may know her from the Download Podcast. Please welcome back on the show, Kate McLennan. Yeah. I'm so glad you got me back in happier times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so for anyone who uh, is, is sort of new to the program, uh, Kate, you were on, I believe, back around episode eight. Yeah, it was um, like March, March last year. Yeah, I after your appearance radical. on the ill-fated Ben Elton <laughs> Live from Planet Earth program. And if you yeah. haven't heard it, go back and have a listen. It is a lovely Shame expose of, uh, uh, of some bad times in your life. <laughs> <laughs> I remember going home that night after I'd recorded it and just had a massive panic attack that <laughs> night because I was so stressed about everything that I said because it was pretty um, open about yeah, yeah. everything. There yeah. was I wasn't sort of um, putting a sensor on any of my experiences. There was only I think there was a couple of edits that, that maybe you requested. Mm, I requested it. Yeah. And let's bit, hear one them little, right now. Yeah, ah. one, one little bit about your time at Hey Dad. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to I had to edit that out for legal yeah. reasons because <laughs> because you because you molested him and didn't want yeah. to get caught for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Okay. But, you, but life's picked up since then. Yeah, life's doing okay now. Yeah. Just um, you know, just got back from a three week holiday in Vietnam, Ooh. so I'm just feeling really refreshed. And what's the History Museum like over there? (laughs) (laughs) It's so weird because I went over, part of the reason I went over was because my dad's a Vietnam veteran, so I sort of went to, you know, these... what part from? (laughs) What part from? Yeah, what part from? Oh, man. It's been away I've, for a while. I've got I've... some requests for an edit already so far. <laughs> it's been so long since I've been in here. I can't remember where the dump button is. <laughs> but it's like we went down south and I'd arranged this kind of tour beforehand to go around all these war sites that Dad was at. And so I had this these instructions to catch a boat to this place um, called Nui Dat or something. Mm. I can't remember where it was. Yeah, yeah, no, that's right. And so to catch a bus and then catch a boat and then get off the boat and then go to this bar and ask for a woman called Anne and the woman called Anne will take you on a tour of all these war sites that your dad was in. So I'm like, right, okay, so do that. And I get there and the woman called Anne, she's like, I can't take you. We'll get some other bloke to do it instead. And so 
my boyfriend and I get in this car with this guy and he cannot he can't speak a word of English and we go on this tour. And because, you know, you sort of think, oh, I'm going on these war sites tour that there would be signs and stuff, but over there they just don't, you know, there's so many places that they could commemorate as a war site that they, you know, don't do anything. And so you go around and because the guy can't speak any English, he's driving us around to all these war sites and he just sort of opens the car door and just sort of goes, mm, mm, and shunts us out of the car and goes, yeah, mm, mm, and just kind of points to stuff. And you kind of walk around and go, I don't know where I am. I don't know what this is. And, but at the same time, you know, me going, I'm having this emotional, um, life-changing experience here because this is where my dad was. And kind of walking around with this sense of gravitas but not knowing why. Like there's no re- – like I don't know what shit's gone down here but having this sense that maybe – Maybe some bombs. But <laughs> there was no tour group there that you could just tack onto the no, end of No, there was no tour group. Scab off it. I hope no one was paying for her. <laughs> <laughs> Got a hundred bucks out of us. Oh, bastard. what? Really? But I'll claim that on tax. That's all right. There you go. Can you really claim that on Can tax? Can you claim? Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. Did, he, did, did the guy that went, huh, write you an invoice? Because <laughs> yeah. I don't reckon he did. Yeah, <laughs> There's going to be a request for an edit at the end of this episode so the ATO can't get a hold of it. <laughs> Clan's dodgy practices. Uh, also making a return to the program. Uh, you know him from the match committee. You'll be able to see him soon on Kane and Disabled on ABC2. Please welcome back into the little dum-dum club, Lawrence Mooney. It's, uh, it's very nice to be back for my third dum-dum club. Yep. Or little dum-dum club. Now let's sort a few things out. There's two... <laughs> Major museums right. in London. Oh, right. The Natural History Museum. Yep. Was there dinosaurs where you went? Uh, <laughs> no, well, you went no. to the Albert and Victoria. Oh, right. That's the giant I one. saw Cleopatra. That's, got that that. That's Albert and Victoria. Right. Nui Dat uh, was the major base for the Australian yeah. combined forces in Vietnam, where if you uh, go and see the sapphires, that's where they would have performed. Mm. Um, We've maybe. never had a fact checker in on the show yeah. before. Yeah. Sounds like you should have been leading that tour around <laughs> Vietnam. And um, I refused to let you edit out my <laughs> Vietnamese stereotype. <laughs> is, that uh, a, is that a term and condition of you being in here? Absolutely. Okay. If I do any racial stereotypes, they, uh, you must cease and desist <laughs> editing them from the show. All right, so we're, we're wiping our hands. Very, very funny. <laughs> See, so, the thing is... <laughs> That isn't a racial stereotype because they're like, where's that guy from? (laughs) No one knows where he's from. Who's claiming that accent? (laughs) Who's going to get angry about that? They're going to go, oh, we don't know. Where's the line? You know when you impersonate someone, so just say I impersonate you. Mm. That's okay, but do if it, I impersonate someone with yeah. an accent, do it. No, that's it, not no, okay. No, it is okay. You I can do an okay impersonation. Too. I think uh, where it breaks down is where you're doing, you know, a racial stereotype. Um, can Arnold Schwarzenegger at- be offended from all the impersonations? <laughs> <laughs> well, depends whether you're impersonating an Austrian or an American, and ah. you're doing him as both. Yeah. Um, but I think racial stereotype is where it's this kind of heightened. Um, very typified accent and you're using a couple of accent, you know, features Ra- that, rather than doing something accurately for comic effect. Yeah. And, and that's yeah, the you're difference. Right. If you're doing something accurately for comic effect, which isn't a, just a direct send up, like, you know, then I can see some validity in it. But if you're going, all right, I'm going to do an African-American. <laughs> well, hello. <laughs> hello there. Hang on, you am know, I following this that argument? Is, that's a good thing? That's, that's not a good thing. Oh, that's no. not a good thing. That's right, not. right. Although, he laughed, so <laughs> yeah. bit racist. People can't see who you're pointing at, so... No, the guy in the corner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That works for Coca-Cola. Uh, Kate, you said if you were to do a Lawrence Mooney impression, I really want to hear how that yeah, impression would go. go. A little something like I'm this. i shut my eyes and just listen up. I'm going to shut my eyes and, and pick which whether this is really Mooney or not. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so all right, if all right, I've got to try and think of what Lawrence would say. Um, okay, my name's Lawrence Mooney. Oh, classic Mooney. That, that's no, that's, that's as close that. as I can get. That is pretty good. Hang on, is that Mooney know, or, or but, Frank Spencer? <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that sounded a little bit Jack Nicholson. Too. <laughs> that's okay. That's that's a good. I'm thing. Take that. Mm. I like impressions. They should be brought back. I, I like, like it when someone sounds like someone else. And, yeah. <laughs> That's something good. An impression is, a good impression is great. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
It's just fun. I don't think there's anyone new that you can do impressions of though. Like it's all you always hear Arnold Schwarzenegger and whoever. I want to hear who do you impersonate now? Who's got a distinctive voice now? Um, I guess it's always politicians. And... Koshy, I, I just mm. love impersonations of Koshy. Do you really? Hey, no, when you the don't. when Comedy Inc went, it's like who's going to do Koshy? <laughs> <laughs> Dan Illick does a good Koshy. Oh yeah, he, he does, does too. A friend one. of the show, Dan yeah. Illick. Mm. Don't does, don't burn your Comedy Inc. bridges, please, on the mm. on the program, because mm. we we want to try and get a job on that show. Look, eight I'm years close ago. friends with a lot of people <laughs> that were in the cast of uh, Comedy Inc., including uh, Fiona Harris, uh, Emily Tahini is one of my closest friends, Paul. McCarthy and Jim Russell, All right. but uh, I'm just saying I'm bemoaning the the passing <laughs> what of a Koshy. bizarre anecdote. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Koshy is a shit person, <laughs> and to impersonate a shit person and just be him yeah. is not enough for me. Okay, <laughs> so points off comedy for that. So you like people that aren't Koshy that sound like Koshy but not Koshy. Well, if you're making fun of Koshy, right. But just to be Koshy. Yeah. That's too good. (laughs) That's no good. I think Wikipedia has just exploded with all our international listeners (laughs) racing off there to look up what the hell is a Koshy. Oh, this goes beyond the borders because it's on the interweb. Oh, hey, Tommy Dasselow. Now, uh, just a quick uh, uh, aside aside here. Uh, Last week I was talking about the the clock that's in fast forward. It's just there. Where? Oh, oh no, it's just stopped. What? Oh, my God. That clock oh, over there. In the next room. Look at it. Look at it going crazy. Oh, wow. wow. That is something. Look, it's going to pick up steam when it gets to like, the top of the... Look, what look, is look. going on? Now it's going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a clock where the minute hand is moving a lot faster than yes. one minute at a time. Yeah. In fact, it looks like a clock that might be in a uh, dream sequence yeah, exactly. or in Adam yeah. Sandler's click or where it's <laughs> just or maybe you're Rod Steiger in the time machine yeah, yeah. or it, it's like we're in the intro to uh, the Twilight Zone at the moment yeah, yeah 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 or you know you might see um, to signify time elapsing a lot of newspapers and dates flicking over yeah. and then a clock yeah. hand going around I, I've just watched it for like a minute and I feel like I should have looked down at you guys and you all got coffee and like heads on the desk going oh because you've like been and talking then you for look, 17 hours. Then you look up at it again hair. and then you look at us and we're all wearing silver suits. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. we're from the future. <laughs> hey, we were talking just uh, on the uh, impressions thing. You mentioned Arnold Schwarzenegger, which yeah. is a classic sort of overused uh, comedy impression. For what sure. are you talking about? <laughs> Is that is that is that an Asian person again? Or what? <laughs> Do Vietnamese Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty oh. good. Oh. <laughs> that was pretty good for what it was, which was terrible. <laughs> what are you talking about? Because <laughs> that's a classic Schwarzenegger thing. What are you talking about? Do I'll be back? No. Oh, Go, sorry. Get to what the chopper. Th- get to the chopper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to chopper read? No, you know, his line get to the chopper. Obi. Obi Bar. <laughs> That's not, you forgot I the just, Asian dish. Yeah. I just made it sounds a like bit he's got something. Retarded. Sounds like a Vietnamese person who's had a stroke yeah, doing yeah. an oh, But it's probably pretty accurate. Why yeah. are you painting me into this <laughs> racist Schwarzenegger? Hey, look, we, we, we would, minded corner. We would clip this out. Corner. We would clip this out if he only hadn't insisted at the top of the show. <laughs> that... <laughs> I don't think it should be clipped out. Um, anyway, should be. <laughs> anyway, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, it's a cl- like overused kind of comedy uh, uh, impression. Um, in the UK, you know who they have as the spokesperson for Vodafone? Uh, Yoda. Yoda. <laughs> really? All of their ads at bus stops are like Yoda going, mmm, get cheaper texts, you will. Isn't oh. that remarkable? Oh, don't they, don't Yoda impersonators annoyingly put everything back to front? Yeah, yeah. but that's. So, what do you mean it's Yoda? It's a picture of Yoda. It's like all their all their ads, all their billboards and stuff. I didn't really watch any TV over there, Yoda. so I don't know if it's a TV campaign as well. But it's Yoda telling you how good the rates are on Vodafone. So is George Lucas back, just backwards. making some sweet coin out of that? I guess that? so. I guess so. I don't yeah. think they'd just be using it without license. <laughs> yeah. he... Copyright laws being what they are and all. <laughs> but who does he? He owns Yoda. Whole... Yeah. Yoda's not a person. 
Yeah. I know he's oh. <laughs> the puppet hasn't about, gone rogue. What, <laughs> what about Yoda? Is he getting any cash out of this? <laughs> what, what about his sex life? I hope he's not still living in that fucking swamp after all his Vodafone coin. <laughs> Yoda's just like all the women from Prisoner, not seeing any fucking royalties. Oh, <laughs> don't they see any royalties? No, well, because they're in not. prison. You yeah. Know. <laughs> <laughs> you're not allowed to earn money they if you're in prison. Yeah, criminal criminal slats. <laughs> Mooney, what about, uh, what about African American Yoda? Oh, no. <laughs> That's just too sensitive. Have I finally found the Vi- line that Mooney won't cross? Vietnamese. Well, I'm not, a, I'm not a massive Star Wars fan, so my Yoda would be <laughs> so That's the only average. reason you won't do it. <laughs> Whereas, but you I are a massive think... kindergarten cop fan. <laughs> I, th- I think you'll find my Vietnamese Arnold Schwarzenegger was pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> I'll know. tell you who I um, spent uh, quite a bit of time with over there. Dutch families, which I know you do a a, a wonderful Dutch. Oh, the Dutch families, I liked them very much. Uh, you know, what what were you doing in Holland <laughs> or the Netherlands, as some people call it? You know, it's a beautiful part of the world. Were you smoking the hashish, or did you have oh. your finger in a dike? <laughs> Can you just put the dumb button on every one of us except we, for Mooney? So. Yeah. If we if we just sign Moon, Mooney on permanently under this show, we'll never have to have a guest again. We just well, have a different... you know, you, uh, you're making a lot of fun there, but uh, who's getting the most laughs here? I am. And uh, my name's Dr. Rudy Vanderstone. Uh, and I am actually uh, from Australia. My, my father's Dutch and my mother's from the Netherlands. And um, I came out here. I work as a plumber. Uh, <laughs> My youth sparked out the front, and you know that's uh, that's pretty much my life. But uh, a lot of people say the Dutch are arrogant, and uh, that's because we're very good at everything. <laughs> and Rudy, I understand you and you and Lawrence do go way back. You've known him since he was a child. Is that yes, correct? Yes, I used to uh, uh, coach him at soccer, and yep. <laughs> uh, I also uh, took him for sex education. Uh, now, what does that entail? Well, I showed him his first erection, <laughs> and because uh, I think you know. Because a little boy could get scared, so I, I showed him what it was really like, and he was fascinated. Was he, he wanted... good student? He was a he was a very he was a very advanced student for his age. Um, he's always been quite interested in sexual activities, and uh, so I let him watch me and my wife Uma have a uh, sexual intercourse. And did that have any impact on his on his uh, performance on the soccer field at all? He was, uh, you know, he won the best. Clubman, and even uh, most determined a couple of times. He was borderline retarded uh, on a soccer field. He's not a very coordinated young man. Are you still in touch with Lawrence? Do you go Absolutely. and see his comedy festival shows that's why, I'm, that's why I'm here with him today at a little dum-dum club. Uh, I love it here. It's uh, very funny, and you guys have got a nice little radio show that uh, you know goes up on the internet, and uh, people can listen to it if they're in a, you know, if they've got a free Wi-Fi somewhere, that's a... Uh, that's a good advertisement for our own show within our show. That's, <laughs> that's, that's good. That'll encourage people to keep Well, listening. I'll give you a little uh, promo. Uh, if you're out there listening to the Little Dum Dum Club, make sure you listen to the Little Dum Dum Club. <laughs> Thanks, Rudy. Uh, Rudy, is this your first time meeting Kate McLennan? Were you a fan of her work on uh, Ben Elton, Live from Planet Earth? I really... Uh, well, Ben Elton was just a genius. Uh, I mean, you know... Some of his monologue, that, uh, you know, when he says, um, the Americans say uh, go to the bathroom when they're going to the toilet, and you go in there and there's no bath, that is, that is genius. <laughs> he, uh, I take my hat off to him and uh, I say to the executives of Channel 9, why did you uh, can such genius? You know, and all the, and the, the jokes about the boobies. Uh, I think, you know, there's Benny Hill and there's Ben Elton. And um, interestingly, Ben Elton, very early on in his career, was very, very critical of Benny Hill, and now he has become him. It's quite <laughs> ironic, isn't it? Ben, is there something between the Bens? Is there something with, with Bens that makes you a comedy genius? Yes, Benny Hill is a comedian, and Ben Elton's a bit of a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I think is the uh, similarity there. <laughs> um, Kate, Kate, any Kate questions? Any, any questions any for comments uh, on... Any questions for Rudy? Um, well, I, the first time I met Rudy was at a, a comedy night, but you were talking about, well, I think you were talking about your daughter and you were also 
Yeah, how I taught her sex education. education. Yes, yeah. that's right. My little daughter, Chloe. Because <laughs> um, I think, you know, a girl should uh, maybe see an erection the first time with her father. Was she in the same than... class as Lawrence? Or? No, she's a little bit younger than Lawrence. So, you know, I've been running these things for a while, sometimes through the Catholic education system. Um, I, I don't want anyone giggling and silliness here because sorry, it's, sorry. Uh, you know, I think that Australia is fairly sexually repressed. Actually, that's what I think. You, you know, the Australians are very straight. Whereas in Holland, you know, <clears> we <throat> smoke some hashish and we get nude. Uh, nudity is very common. It, uh, you know, the the beautiful human body. It's a good thing. Um, <coughs> do you want to make some comedy here, or? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Rudy, was it Rudy Vanderhorn? <laughs> Vanderstone. Van, uh, Vanderstone. Yeah, uh, Rudy Vanderstone. Well, uh, thank you very much for joining us. And, and, and uh, a doctor. Uh, I am a doctor, but it's, doc- it's sorry, doctor of plumbing. Doctor of plumbing, uh, yeah, Rudy yeah. Vanderhorn. Yeah. Right, Rudy, you probably Rudy Vanderstone. Vanderstone. Sorry, <laughs> just because uh, you know what's well, a problem with you. <laughs> okay, I believe. Go. Okay, yeah. see, see you, Rudy. <laughs> Lawrence, very yeah, restrained. Rudy, Rudy, give your mic back to Lawrence before you leave. Moody, very restrained while Rudy was in here. He didn't have anything well, you wanted to um, ask him or anything? I don't want to inter- interrupt Rudy when he's in full flow because <laughs> he can be very you – know, he's critical of Australians. Mm. He thinks that we're lazy and stupid. Yeah, mm. a lot of, give him a lot of respect. He showed you uh, your first erection. Mm. So. Mm. Mm. And that was quite a sight. <laughs> he was smoking a pipe at the time too. <laughs> he just, and he also had a cardigan on just to give it that homely feel too. Is Nothing. that how he got the doctorate of plumbing through all the uses of his erection? <laughs> no. He, uh, I think he studied downspouts for a long time. <laughs> He's really into storm water. He has pretty impeccable comedy tastes. He likes Benny Hill, he Benny likes Hill. Ben Elton, and he likes this show. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's a big fan of Ben Elton by the sounds of it. Yeah, him. he said one rude word in there. He said one, one, <clears throat> one rude word because he said it and he was being racially stereotyped at the time. Is it in or is it out? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I did feel bad there because um, Kate, Having Ben Elton as a former boss was a bit stunned there, and I think a bit offended. So I, I think Rudy should have probably she was said, doing Sorry. pretend clapping above her head. Really. <laughs> <laughs> what is the news with Ben Elton? Have you heard from him since? No, no. no I, funnily enough, I never got a, uh, a thanks for being involved email. Um, I think my uh, appearance maybe on this podcast might have had something <laughs> to do with that. What about the reunion show? Is the reunion any... show. Yeah, we're going to have this. Um, like it's not just Ben Elton's reunion show, but it's going to be like a Let Loose Live reunion oh. show. It's just basically going to be a, a series of all the act sketch live. comedy shows from the last 10 years, and we're all just going to have Let Loose Live each. hosted by William McInnes. Mm, odd choice, isn't it? That was the first one. But and it was like a Saturday Night Live The second live one yeah. was hosted by... Um, Tom Williams. <laughs> Tom Williams. Yeah. Oh, here's some comedy. <laughs> and then the third one was hosted by... <laughs> there was no third one. Oh. It had it had two episodes. Like what other comedy panel well, show well, on you, Channel Seven? I was going to say the White Room, but then you said comedy. So <laughs> the White Room had two episodes. Yes, we were all Before involved. In it, was, it was killed at birth. Mm. Yeah. Um, what about this? I have, we about, have we quickly have we talked about the 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 White Room? Recording that they had to do twice because they forgot to tell panel member Lawrence Mooney that it was airing in a PG-rated time slot. Oh, no. And then proceeded to show him clips of half-clothed men and just... I was... Uh... Oh, it's a long time ago. It's 2010, so it's a long time ago now. It's <laughs> two years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's a long time. Just... <laughs> um, Greg Fleet's comedy, Die on Your Feet, uh, is just in the final stages of editing now and I did a... <laughs> It's the truth. I'm not. I'm not telling fibs because I did a. Hang like, on, down to the final five years before. It's yeah. No, it's, Hang on. You, you're saying you're getting at us for talking about the white room for it being too long ago. Yet well, you're well, going to talk about Greg Fleet's die on your feet, which has been two, in post production for yeah. six years now. No, yeah. no, it was shot two years ago, and I'm saying it's too long ago by way of saying I just saw a clip of myself that I had to do an additional voiceover for, um, and. I was bigger than I am now and bearded. Oh. I was really going through my Oliver Reed phase in 2010. <laughs> I was a big, angry, drunk, bearded man. I looked awesome. Yeah. Did you Did you have to put yourself back into the mind frame of having a beard when you did the voice? In a way, it, uh, the character is drunk most of the time. Right. So it was um, just before I came in to do the little dum-dum. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing a... 
a voice. I'm doing a drunk bloke's voice first thing in the morning. Very difficult. Is get. it now? It, did you actually do the voiceover, or were you just called in to do the voiceover by Fleety? Got in there. It's an empty room, and him going, "Look, <laughs> can I get forty bucks off you?" <laughs> no, it's an actual voiceover. Are you sure? <laughs> there's a there's an actual term for it that I'm trying to think of. Is it VDR or something? Oh, uh, ADR. 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 Yeah. ADR, which mm. stands for. Oh, I should know this. Or, I don't know. I can't Additional remember. dialogue. Dialogue recording. recording. Yes, recording. yes, that's it. Yeah. Seems so obvious now. <clears throat> Seems, uh, isn't it so easy? Mm. Like um, SPC. But it doesn't necessarily, I don't know if that, is SPC? that what it stands for? Because ATB sometimes it's AS? not dialogue. Sometimes it's Additional just 20 bucks panting. Asking for. <laughs> the things that I record, yeah. it's usually panting, oh, running. Oh, hang on. Do you? What? <laughs> was this, was this in Greg Fleet Show as well? Or? <laughs> just you panting. Give us some of your best panting. <gasps> Slow down, Fleety. I'm not, panting. I don't have any money. Yeah. <laughs> Doing panting. Yeah. <laughs> That's... I think Rudy would have enjoyed that a lot. That's a little, that's dog panting. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's panting for a yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah. I, I often voice over Cause, dogs. Yeah, because that the, do you it, actually? Uh, that was it was such a dog. That was an interrupted pant. It was like. <laughs> no, there's always kids animation has always got running. So you've got all this right. like, you know, and so they put in the footsteps. So you've sort of got to go <laughs> like that, yeah. and so you do sound like a dog. In real life. So if you caught, <laughs> you caught with a recording of a panting child on your hard drive, <laughs> are you getting time for that? Are you going down? <laughs> I got this. I went into a, a hardware shop uh, in Melbourne, Australia, and it's very hard to go into a hardware shop that's not the massive chain. Anywhere yeah, in the yeah, world. Like you know, an independent mm. hardware store. Yeah, yeah, an independent hardware store. and A mum and pop's hardware store. Um, that's right. A mum and dad run. And it was, I reckon, I what I got behind the counter was the granddad. You can you can still buy 50 cents worth of mixed nails? Yeah. That's <laughs> was this polyester <laughs> hardware? I got a granddad with a um, Band-Aid on his forehead. Like, he hadn't seen the low-hanging spade or something. <laughs> And he had a hearing aid, and he had the the home the hardware's brand polo shirt on. Oh, great! Lovely guy. Mm-hmm. And I think I dealt with his grandson because I spoke to him first. I said, I've "Got a rat problem. I want a rat trap. I want to. Do you want bait?" And I went, "No, because I don't want to kill possum, dog, or cat. I want a trap. I want to smash it properly." And he goes, he calls out to his grandson. He goes. Show this bloke where the traps are. <laughs> and so grandson comes down. Um, you know, hardware store grandson, He's uh, he hasn't done so well at school, but he's at home in the hardware <laughs> store. Uh, he hasn't. and But he's got a place where he's going to have gainful employment amongst yeah. people that love him. Yeah. And uh, he shows me to the traps and then takes me back to the counter. And now it's grandfather and grandson standing side by side. And they're talking about, you know, the virtue of a trap. Uh and the grandson says to me, anyway, um, you've got to bait it up with a bit of bacon fat. They love bacon fat or <laughs> peanut butter. All right, so bacon or peanut butter. I said, and if I don't get a rat, I'll get Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> and the grandfather goes, good one. <laughs> and the grandson goes, I like it. Yeah. So I got a good one and an I like it. Oh, great. Which means I'm going, I'm going through to the quarterfinals. Yeah. <laughs> Spanning through generations. If only the the middle one had been there yeah. to give you a thumbs up. Yeah, <laughs> he would. I think. Or if I'm, the ghost I, of the great grandfather had just rocked yeah. up. Yeah, or Elvis himself yeah. <laughs> had given a bit of. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm off to Sydney for the hardware shop <laughs> joke quarterfinals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, well, speaking of consumer business, I got this haircut that you see in front of you the other day. Which uh, one did you have cut? Oh. <laughs> that's, you know what? That's, that's You're out of the quarterfinals. I don't know if we're, are we allowed to publicly say this, but you are going to be a father again. I am going to be a father. Oh, yes. that's, yeah. Which is officially a dad joke. Yes, exactly. And I think it's following on from the hardware shop. Yes, yeah. my wife You're... is currently 16 weeks pregnant. So your body is going through changes as well by the mm. sound of it. It's it's emitting dad jokes. Well, we had a uh, we had our uh, 12-week scan recently and um, the baby looks like it might be a Collingwood supporter, but we're going to keep it anyway. <laughs> We're being very brave. 
Now, there's a great tradition in Australia. Stepped when all you... over my haircut story Sorry, with this news we'll, of your we'll child, you selfish old man, but go on. <laughs> we'll get back to you. Uh, you're on every week. The people want to hear me. Um... <laughs> It's just good to laugh again. <laughs> That's, it's so good to be able to laugh again. Um, whenever you uh, tell somebody you're pregnant or your wife's pregnant in Australia, there's a great tradition of... Ah, and who's, who's, the, who's the, the father? Who's the father? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I don't know and who, who the father is. the father? Is. Well, I don't know. But uh, my wife makes a mean spaghetti carbonara, so I'm hanging in there. (laughs) (laughs) Scratches balls, licks lips, looks around for attention. (laughs) So you had a haircut. Oh, God. Um, Anyway, I had a haircut. Uh, By a man or a woman? By a man. Mm. Uh, Nice guy, got on really well. And then he cut my ear very viciously with the scissors by accident. Oh. Blood pooling down my neck. And. He was very apologetic. He's yeah. oh, 25 years cutting hair. I've never done this. Um, wow. Could not have been more upset about it. Anyway, you know, finishes off the haircut, gives me some a bit of cotton to hold on the wound. Anyway, I get to the end to pay, and I'm thinking. He's got to yeah. knock some dollars yeah. off. No. Nothing. Full price. That's dumb. Full price haircut for having my ear sliced open. Just to give us an idea of where you're getting your haircut. In fact, I'll tell you what street you're getting your haircut in and the name of the barbers. What price? Uh, well, this was this was in London. Oh, right. Okay. Um, well, I'll go for the, yeah. go So for it's the, no, yeah. no Gertrude Street. No. Dr. Follicles. No, it wasn't a Dr. Follicles. Yeah. I wouldn't right. have minded if it was Dr. Follicles because I would have had a beard. So, uh, off. 25 years in the business, I've never cut somebody's ear open, Gov. Did he do that? Could, not have, a... been, could not have been l- the opposite of that. Really? Yeah. Um, so it wasn't Sweeney But I felt bad because I, oh, you know. I say. I say, I've never cut anyone's ear open. Yeah, a bit more like that. Yeah. Um, I would have, you know, I'd normally you'd sort of think, That's come on, mate, knock a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. is, that, is that Asian? <laughs> <laughs> normally you'd think you'd go, come on, mate, knock a bit off that. Like that's, Yeah, but, we really but did, we'd been but getting anyway. on. Wet. Like, we'd been having a good chat. You know, I felt like we were mates, so I kind of yeah. didn't want to ask. And he even went, oh, you know, if you get home and you're not happy with it, I'm here all day tomorrow and I'm happy to come in and, you know. How much? Uh, it was 20 pounds. Oh. So that's like nearly 30 bucks. Yeah. It's nearly $30. It, nearly $30, bucks. is not it more? More than that. No, more. it's 30 bucks. It's like 20 plus pounds. a half. Yeah. Exchange rate's a lot better. Mm. Than yeah, it's, it's, good. it's good at the moment. It's 0.6. Yeah, it's $30, a bit more. Yeah, a bit more than thirty. Uh, do um, if you go to a barber's like that, do you get a head massage? Do they wash your hair? Do you get the shampoo? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got all that. Mm. I don't like that. Do I shampoo I... my own hair. Yeah. Well, yeah. you like yeah. washing your own hair. Yeah, I feel a bit weird to go in there and admit that I have dirty hair to someone and go, "Yeah, you can get onto this." You should go to my hairdresser. I went in for a haircut yesterday. Look at this. Uh, haircut 100. Yep. Talk about, you know, 1980s. Did you really have a haircut yesterday? Yeah, I did. I, I like that because it looks like it, in, in a good way, it looks like it hasn't been cut. Yeah. And I like that. I go to a yeah. hairdresser and go, I'll just have a little bit off and it's like, or a Mr. T. Like, it, they yeah. just do their own thing. Mm. Well, he said to me, my uh, Claudio, my hairdresser, he goes, uh, did you wash your hair this morning, mate? And I proudly said, yep. Even expecting it to be washed again. He goes, oh, shit. <laughs> Yes, don't, they like dirty don't, hair. Yeah, don't wash your hair. I like dirty hair. It's easy Ooh. to cut. Mm. Oh, really? Saucy yeah. Hair. Yeah, because yeah. it's so why, they, why, they, yeah. why do they wash it? Well, he doesn't. He oh, washes okay. it after and mm. then blows. He, he d- cuts the dirty hair. Then you get the wash and the head massage mm. and oh, the product. So it's probably easier to wash if it, I mean, easier to cut if it's been washed and it's still wet. But if you come in with frizzy hair, then it's harder to cut. Yeah, they that hate it? fluffy hair. Mm. Yeah, mm. right. Okay. Yeah. Boy, this really has changed tone, hasn't it? But really. But let's say he didn't start hacking off bits of my anatomy, yeah, because you're so incompetent. Yeah, I like your haircut. Very... You got a you got a good head of hair. Yeah, right? thanks. Really, you good. know. And I just want to put it out there right now. I've been accused of dying. I've never died. I mean, I've died a blonde. You, yeah, right. I was going to yeah, say, yeah, I've yeah, died yeah. a blonde, and there can be no. <laughs> and that's argument. a bigger thing to admit. Yeah, <laughs> I had a blonde period. I had a blonde period where I went in to my FM, dentist. FM radio days. That's right. In my yeah. FM radio days, at the nadir of my madness. Um, <laughs> In that, in that last scene of Apocalypse Now, that was you, <laughs> except without being bald, you actually had a full head of blonde yeah. hair. I was more Dennis Hopper in Apocalypse Now than Marlon Brando, but really everyone's pretty mental in that film. And I went to my dentist and I wanted my teeth whitened. 
Oh, I thought you were going to say you wanted your teeth blonde as well. <laughs> well, I did. I wanted them white. I was yeah. like losing my mind. <laughs> and the dentist refused. He said, no, I won't do it. I, I hate the look of it and it's bad for your teeth and it destroys wow. your amalgam restorations. And I said, come on. Well, you know, why won't you do it? And he goes, well, let's put it this way. Your teeth aren't as yellow as your hair. So maybe you need to sort that out. <laughs> That's good. That's I'm, I'm still floating high on uh, going to the dentist yesterday and getting the clean. Oh, yeah. Mm. That's a good three days, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm The pretty... prophylaxis where yeah. they chip yeah. away. Yeah, it's good. I Some really like it. I've just noticed every time you've spoken, there's been a bit more zest in it. <laughs> yeah. Just very proud yeah. to open your mouth. It's every every word I speak, my, my tongue is running along the, the underneath of my oh, bottom teeth. Mm. I've been trying not to eat too much because I just want to keep it. Have pristine. you been sucking air through the gaps that weren't previously there? They, <laughs> yeah. they kind of like yeah. chip away. Why some horror? Yeah, mm. it's I. I was I knew there wasn't much wrong with my teeth, so I was looking forward to going to the dentist. I don't think I've ever heard, had that because I just knew I was going to get the the nice new yeah. nice. Mm. What is it? Nice new teeth feeling. Yeah. Oh man, it's so good. Are you doing that thing now where you're going? Oh, I'm going back every six months. I'm yeah. Doing, I'm making that appointment every six months. Now. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you got to go every six months. Well, I, I don't. don't. As, well, as Pockets found out, you know, there's a direct relation between gum disease and heart oh, disease. Can I tell you a story you about can. Pockets? Mum rang up. So hey, on for context, Pockets is your Pockets dad. Pockets is my dad. Yep. Mum rang up um, last night and she said that dad had just been to the dentist. They're up in Queensland away on holiday. And so dad, <laughs> dad now that had, Sorry, that is wasting your holiday time. What? Going, going to the dentist, dentist right. while you're on getting, holidays. But this, why? He... He, so Dad had um, throat it's like, cancer it's like last year. Jesus, <laughs> no one told me Pockets had throat cancer. He had throat cancer. He's 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 had it all. He has had it all. But he had throat cancer last year and he had radiation. He's fine. He's all fully recovered. But he'd he, given up smoking this time. <laughs> no, no, Jesus, oh, wow, triple bypass, two triple, two triple, two triple bypasses, bypasses. bit of prostate cancer. cancer and throat cancer, throat cancer. Yeah, and he still he has, won't put it down. Dun. He's mad. He's mad, but we've given up caring now. So he um How old is he, Pockets? Sixty-seven? Sixty-five or so? No, yeah. But because he had radiation in his mouth, it can do weird things to you. So He's he's got he had to have all his teeth removed. Um, before Is his saliva coming out as a web? Oh, no, he's, no, he, <laughs> he's starting to he go. He went all to over. the dentist because he thought he was growing a new tooth at the back of his mouth, and he got this ulcer under his tongue. So we went to get this tooth checked out, and yes, yeah, so at the dentist, the dentist is like, "That's not a tooth, mate. That's a stray bone oh, growing out oh. of his gums." So he had to sit there and have this. Bone basically sanded back in his mouth. Oh. Shocking. Is that the first time he's ever had a bone in his mouth? <laughs> oh, I mean, man. they can get into a lot of stress in combat situations. <laughs> <laughs> that is horrendous. That's, um, that's I need to find. Funny. I need to that's find. Funny. Funny. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, Come yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why are you rushing over it? Why are you, why are you glancing over it? That, no, you weren't respecting the double entendre. <laughs> you know, let the 15-year-old breathe. Yeah. No. <laughs> you awkwardly, awkwardly touched your face and moved on. And that's, <laughs> if that's what this show has become, then fuck you guys. What about this? So Tommy Daslow's just gotten back from uh, London. This is the first in-studio appearance he's had for a little while. Um, Have you guys been doing the show? Yes. Yeah, we did one. We got a couple up our sleeve. Yeah, via Skype. Did we did one, one on, on Skype, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, but this is something I recently found out only a couple of days ago uh, oh. because I went for the audition with Tommy Dassler. I found out that you went for the same audition as well, Lawrence Mooney. Oh, for the C in the Commonwealth Bank. Yes. C-A-N-T. Can, can't. Yes. Um, yes, I did go you for the could same have audition. Been. You could and have do been. you know who I auditioned with? I auditioned with two of the four Knowles. Ah. And they're, uh, I don't know who they are. They're a, they're a comedy trio. Right. Jesse, James, and John. Right. Oh, Wilson Dixon. Wilson Dixon. Jesse? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we went for it and didn't get it. But I've got to say, Tommy. The three of you. The, the three, three of, of you us. Winning. So, yeah, we didn't have a fourth. Oh, no, there was a fourth member, but can't remember who that who guy played, was. Who played the apostrophe? Uh, no one played the apostrophe. Right. But I played the T, I think. Oh, yeah. um, but I thought you did pretty well in that. You yeah. know. I tried to look – it's an ad for a bank, uh, for those who don't know what we're talking about. Um, and the idea is the word can't 
has a a rogue T and he keeps getting chased away. So the word becomes can. Yes. Mm. I thought they should have used um, the mispronunciation of the word can't a bit more. Uh, you are that. the first person to say that about it. Really? Yeah. No. 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 Um, I thought balloons you were about to come down from the ceiling. But you being the billionth person who said it, I yeah. <laughs> and I think that they did toy with that a little bit. But I thought um, I tried to watch it in a vacuum, watching all four letters, and I thought you stood out. You were pretty Thanks, good. Mate. No, Thanks, you mate. were. And obviously, they gave you a little additional dialogue. He never go to the theatre. Um, yeah, that was that. You know, that was that was a bit of ADR. Was it? There was a bit of ADR work in there. There was a see your mate that made its way into one of them. Was that? In, in an ADR session. Was yeah. it really? Yep. See your mate. I, I do like how you've, once you've gotten this ad, obviously in, in ads there's a lot more money and, you know, especially with the Commonwealth Bank, there's going to be a lump sum involved. I like how, the, without saying anything, the difference in your tweets and Facebook, half of your updates have been now, hey, um, so what sort of um, iPad should I oh, buy, guys? No. And, Oh, what's what's the best no. sort of Mercedes Benz S class? No. Is that the one absolutely. that's out now? Or? Absolutely mm. untrue. Co- absolutely. Correct. Oh yeah. No. Oh, I'm I'm on um, public transport, and, <laughs> and some of these people aren't even wearing vans. How, how much? Ugh. How much are you supposed to tip a butler? Uh, it's all this sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm having my eyebrows waxed again, and <laughs> oh, this guy's being really rude to me. Well, you can just get a look at this diamond ring on my middle finger, Carl Chandler. Thank Maybe you very much. Maybe the hairdresser in London had seen the ads and went, I'm oh, not giving it. This guy's back again. Let's see if blue blood comes out. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, big billboards promoting this year's comedy festival show. That's oh. it. Ads. That's it. Me Radio next to the campaign. Hogs Breath Cafe. That's yeah. going to be it. Yeah. Will, will you do that? Will you do that on your comedy festival poster for next year? Will you have as seen on Commonwealth Bank ads? No. I no, you won't. Doubt it. No. <laughs> no, you won't. Not allowed to do that. My manager's um, telling me no. I, right. I reckon. Uh, doing ads is fine. I'm not a big believer in that. Oh, you know, you've sold out. It's bullshit. You know, you're kind of like um, disarming the comedy bomb or whatever. It's like fuck off. Yeah, guy's starving. Yeah, uh, needs to make some dollars. You know. Yeah, for sure. His parents are just living in a really expensive suburb. Driving around in European cars, just back away, let him do his Commonwealth Bank out. <laughs> oh, it was about me uh, in the end. Because yeah. <laughs> of that ad that I'm able to afford my Kyle Sanderland-style gold microphone yeah. that I'm talking into right now. He's With all that money, he's going to buy multiple new fake names. So it's not just Daslo, it's like mm. Le Daslo now. Oh, you've done your dash, mate. You've done yeah. your dash. Everyone's Dazzle. really hoed in on you. Mm. It's good, yeah. isn't it? It's us and them, see? <laughs> so, um, you Carl, and your have you... It is out? nice to be in the uh, 1%, though, I will say that. <laughs> Carl, have you ever done an advertisement? I haven't successfully, no. Right. I've been for a few auditions. You've auditioned. I'm not cut out for it. I don't the, the answer's no, Carl. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <and> <laughs> I wasn't making any excuses. I was saying, no, I don't think I'm any good at it. I haven't successfully. It's like, have you done an ad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have you not <laughs> no, have I've, done I've, 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 yeah, I've auditioned. Because I, um, the last ad I did was uh, sorbent toilet paper. Oh, yes. oh you're yes. right. You and was who else was in that ad with you? There was who was um, Jody J Hill. That's right. Yes, yeah. the secret bathroom ad yeah. where I kick a soccer ball into a linen press and it opens up into a secret bathroom. Oh, and and whenever I wipe my ass, I think of you, Lawrence. Mooney. <laughs> but having said that, I thought the same before I saw that ad. Right. So, then you a, that's a good one. I like that ad. I thought that ad, my, my gut was hanging out. Oh, really? And that ad, my wife's got a contention that when I act, I push my stomach out as some kind of protective device. <laughs> I said, do I really look that fat? And she goes, no, I think you push your stomach out. Like a, it's like some weird thing like a gorilla kind of, would do. Some kind of puffer fish yeah. or something, you know. <laughs> Lawrence you Olivier always, always but did you that. You stick your bum out the opposite way. You're right. I yeah. You, I, you get this kind of. I kind of like, I can get this. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, what a weird posture. I stick my ass and my gut out. How do you even do that at the same time? Well, they, they come, if you do one, the other one happens. Yeah, right. So I should really stick my pelvis forward. Maybe I'm disarming myself sexually <laughs> so people aren't alarmed and frightened. <laughs> so I'm kind of like, I'm inverting You're my no cock. Yeah. yeah. You try not to make a sexy sorbent ad. That's probably a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think sorbent toilet rolls about the sex. It's yeah. about sticking your ass out, isn't yeah. it? Essentially. Yeah. Well, what was the latest the sorb was it a sorbent ad with the dog in the weird the dog sniffing? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that. Which yes. is really quite 
horrifying. Yeah. It makes you feel The point like... of the doggies is sniffing someone's ass who hasn't wiped properly. Yeah. Ooh, that's right. That's an ad. That's an yeah. ad now. Mm. So what other kind of insecurity can you play on? The thing with the toilet paper ad, which is part of the secret bathroom, you open it up and the walls are pristine white. There's a bath running. It's white. Everything's white. There's no brown in a toilet roll ad. Did you have to dye your hair blonde again for it? No, because <laughs> <laughs> no, that, would, that would intimate urine. So He had to dye his hair blue like puppies. the toilet duck. <laughs> but the puppies are kind of very blondy too, you know, it's all. Oh, right. Mm. You know, have you ever wiped your ass on a puppy? Oh, yeah, it's, it's nice. No. You can wash them and start all over again. <laughs> are you doing an ad for that? Uh, is this, are we, when are we going to start recording the show? <laughs> Let me talk to about this quickly. Uh, whilst I was away, I went out in. Uh, I went to a nightclub one night. Had All a, right, had a horrendous night out with um, uh, Milan from Punchline, who yep. just appeared magically one night and worked his evil magic. He's and appeared magically in a lot who, of who horrible, horrendous, drunken stories. Yeah. Who's Milan? Yeah, you know, Milan, who works for uh, Punchline DVDs. He's you'd, uh, he's, you'd know him. He's he very generous. A, he wears a, ba- a backward baseball cap. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're ever at a comedy night and you have a, a scotch thrust in your face, it's because of Milan. Okay. Yeah. I think I've met Milan. So you he appeared have. one night. and He's a lovely bloke as well. He's great. Excellent. And uh, so it ended up at this god-awful club in Piccadilly Circus with a group of Norwegian people, just, just the, the worst establishment I've ever been in. Really? But this is what happened. A guy comes up with a, you know, from the club with a camera, takes a photo of the group of us. You think, oh, yeah, that's going on a website somewhere. You know, that's, that's part of the course. Rocks up five minutes later and presents us with a keychain of the photo that he's taken. Oh, wow. For four bucks. Is that a th- I've never experienced that anywhere else before. Wait, but- did you feel pressured to buy it? I bought it, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely bought it. Right. When else are you going to get a, a keychain of you on a horrendous night out? But then it made me think that that's a lot of, like, he, he didn't, he didn't, suss out the interest like he didn't go yeah. if I was to appear in five minutes with a keychain of this photo would you but he went away and came back with them which suggests to me that just out the back of this club there's this whole keychain making operation going on and statistically how many people are buying these keychains like there must just be this insane surplus of keychains sitting around that's a I lot reckon, of work I reckon it's if it's a for a going price of four pound I think that most people would probably buy yeah. The pressure's there, too. You think, wow, you've gone to the trouble. Oh, I don't want to turn you down. Yeah. We I- had the same thing when we um, just came back the other day via KL, and we went up to the top of some tower, and they took the photo. And you kind of – it was like – I forget how much it was. It was like 15 bucks to go up to the top of this tower. So it was quite, you know, pricey to go up. So they took a photo of us, and I thought, oh, maybe that's complimentary. And then when we came back down, they thrust the photo and a magnet. So the same thing. They'd oh. gone and made a magnet. And we we're like, nah, nah, thanks. But that same thing I, it occurred to me: like, is there just some bin out the back full yeah. of just tourist photos? Or just all the staff just... have have just all these magnets of people they don't know on their fridge at home. When, when you say they made the magnet, had they got some dormant metal <laughs> and run electrical current through it to polarize it and give it a north south? That current? reeks of that reeks of someone who just coincidentally this morning happened to be looking up how they make magnets and just. <laughs> Finally. You no, know, no, you know what it is. He talked for too long to that old bloke at the hardware shop. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, it, was, it was also another dad joke. You know, yeah, they yeah. made the magnet. Oh, did they make the magnet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, what? I, when I lived in Ballarat once, it was uh, the whole time I lived there, it snowed properly once. And when it snowed, I'd never seen proper snow before, like where you can go out and throw snowballs and stuff like that. I'd never seen that. Mm. So we went out there and we we're all like 17, 18 year old, um, bunch of like four boys. Just wrestling. Yeah, exactly. Just wrestling. That sort of Just... thing. Yep. Bit of shyacking. Oh, there's a bone in my mouth. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So we were throwing. Let's point out this is Mooney laughing at a reference to his own joke. (laughs) We were throwing snowballs. I like like how he was just completely disarmed by Kate McLennan then. Like, it was like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) No, no, no. I'll do it for for you if you shut up. (laughs) So we're throwing these snowballs around and whatever, and this car stops, and this guy comes out with with this big professional um, um, camera and starts taking pictures. Just going, oh, just pose like this, boys, and like, like this. And then we get to the end and go, oh, so are you from the Ballarat Cour- Courier, the local newspaper? He's like, no, and drives away. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that just about brings us to the end. Uh, no. I want to give you another hour so you can have a, a decent show together. <laughs> <laughs> it's been the worst little dum-dum oh. ever. Oh. We 
had a we had a nice ad in the middle. You should listen to the Little Dum Dum Club, and then Lawrence at the end goes, "You shouldn't listen to the yeah. Little Dum Dum Club." Oh. Oh, that's like a magnet in itself. Chalk and cheese. Yeah. Um, well, when I say the worst, if you get to the end and think this is awesome, go to the back catalogue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go, uh, Lawrence. Yeah. People are going to be able to see you soon. Kane and disabled. Give us a bit of a wrap of that before we head out of here. Uh, Kane and disabled is a little. Comedy Interstitial on ABC2. Uh, and for those of you who aren't in the Territory, you can go to iView, ABC TV iView, and watch them. And essentially, it's a show uh, that features a sports talk show called Ernie Kane's Paralympic Heroes. I host the show. I play the part of Ernie Kane. And Ernie Kane um, is a man that only sees the disability. So he's very insensitive to the plight and lives of his Paralympic guests. He's rude to them. Uh, he shows them very scant regard. He always loses, and so the victor is the Paralympian, and so comedy ensues. As he's, he's kind of one of those classic sports host throwbacks, mustachioed, um, yeah. kind of macho, self-obsessed, ego-driven man, and he's... Uh, seemingly been stuck with this show called Ernie Kane's Paralympic Heroes. And um, it's all as part of the promotion for the Paralympics coming up, starting on ABC2 on August the 30th, and then I'm going to be part of a panel covering it with Stephanie Brands, who's a sportscaster from SBS and Channel 9, and Adam Zwar awesome. of Agony Uncle and Agony Aunt fame. So look out for Ernie Kane's Paralympic Heroes. And you're about to head over there to do to London to do, to do stuff for it. I'm off to Londres. Yep. Uh, if you need haircut or nightclub recommendations, <laughs> I can happily yep. oblige. I might go back and just get a little touch up today because I don't. I, I just want a little bit more off the top. Really? Yeah. I like it. I go in for the touch up. Right. I, you know, they go come back if you're not happy. Oh. I, I do go back. I've never done that because I like the peppermint tea. They've got it in an <laughs> infuser, and uh, <laughs> there's no. It's fun playing with the infuser. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've changed, haven't I? <laughs> I've changed. All right. Well, that is all the time we have for today on the Little Dum Dum Club. Uh, Lawrence Mooney, Kane and Disabled, starting on ABC2. Kate McLennan, what have you got coming up? The Download is making your return mm -hmm. at the Fringe Festival, I see. Yeah. We're doing a grand final day special, so you can come along. If you've got no interest in football, come along. Um, if you do have an interest in football, you probably want to go to someone else's place. But um, <laughs> we're going to have a bit of fun with that. If you you're, done it if you're listening to the show on the day it comes out, on the Wednesday, you have... Uh, just missed out on the live Little Num Num Club. Yeah, you blew uh, it. You really fucking you blew it. Uh, but I'm in Perth as we speak. Uh, I'm doing gigs from the Wednesday to the Saturday with friend of the show, Xavier Michaelides. Yes. Sweet combo. Xavier is just powering. I saw he's stuck standing up recently and he's, yeah. he's going ahead and looks and bounds. Present company accepted, of course. Uh, sure. You're all doing tremendous work. You're young people. We're all equal. I'm proud of. We're all equal, aren't we? Um, equally great. Equally great. Xavier Michelides, just absolutely pumping Better. Yeah. You're saying better. Yeah. He's got beautiful eyes. Has he? He really does. Has he got lovely eyes? All the ladies say so. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. It's just as well. Even the lady Something to distract from that. Oh, that, fucking, that fucking bald head of his. Not letting you off scot free. You pump the guy's tires up. You want to All be right, guys. bald free. Come, come, and, come and see me in the dome in Perth. Yeah. Thanks very much for listening, guys. Thank you, Kate McLennan and Lawrence Mooney, for joining us. And we will see you next time. See you, mate. Ain't no more rainy day.